All right, welcome to the damn podcast. Andrew Alice here, Matthew Vargas, yo, yo, Dominic yo, Fernandez, chilling in the corner, thinking back, being cool. I'm saying, our feet kick. Cozy. Cozy. looking real nice right now. Cozy. Looking real cozy. <laughs> cozy. Well, you know, I got the, I got the denim, the sheepskin jacket. You got the very, very cozy Adidas track Oh, when you got me with the Harachis. <laughs> with the very cozy. Ten out of ten. We're rock again. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but yeah, now we're coming back to you, same as always, yeah. feeling good. How's your second week of school? It's crazy, man. People are already coming up to me saying, "Yo, how's your?" I go ask them, "How's the, how's the semester going?" Already, they go, "I'm stressed." I'm stressed, but it's why? It's started. Just started, yeah. bro. Come on now. It just week just ended, right? <laughs> How? But I guess some people just got like it's the extracurriculars that catch up to people. Yeah, it's true. Everybody's doing an internship, bro. Everybody or, or is trying to. That's hundred percent. Especially if you're an upper class, and you definitely want one, or you're attempting to get one because you kind of need one at this point. Yo, did Josie? Um, did she graduate? No, she's she's uh, she's my year. She's our okay. year, so she's okay. here for another semester. She does a lot of like PR. She's not PR. She's trying to do like what she told me. She's trying to do a lot of like entertainment news. Mm. So like not TMZ, but like E, yeah. Hollywood Insider. What the fuck? It's a specific show. Entertainment Tonight. That that's the yeah. show. Shows gotcha. like that work. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. And I feel like she'd be a good fit for that because you know she definitely got her hustle on. So she's yeah. been out here. Yeah, I haven't gotten any books at all. Like, and, and yesterday somebody was like, "There are no mass com books." Like the book that Donovan wanted to, us to get for class. Like it's not a, it's not even on the shelf. No yeah, thing. he sent an email. He out sent the email. Like I had some girl in the class. You might be taking it with Victoria. She hit me up. She was like, oh, "Do you have the book?" And I was like, "Yeah." I got a B plus in that class without reading the book. So I mean, it's because. Like, that class is mainly the second half because sec- the first half is just learning. The second half is actual production work where you have to set up the show, and mm-hmm. it depends on the show you guys pitch and win. But that's where your biggest your grade comes from. Yeah, we we did like a mock pitch yesterday. I like that class. Like yeah, Don's dope. Don's mm-hmm. a cool teacher. He's one of the best math con teachers there. I'm a little upset because um, I seen on Vice the Vice Jobs page mm-hmm. that the internship for the spring for the podcast intern just fucking closed. Uh, he said, "Don't go to Vice." Oh, he said that they treat you like shit, and, and I've heard like rumors and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. and they had like the whole thing with the boys' club that like the the attitude against women wasn't the best and stuff. But he's like, they yeah. t- they treat their interns like crap. That so. sucks. I just applied to A and E, and there's a vice stand position, and I was like, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, if I get it, I'm taking it. To keep it all up. I go over bronze, and that'd be awesome. Yeah, but the odds of- is yo. I love watching his fucking. Um, yo, was that shit called the un oh, the untitled action Bronson show? Yo, bro, this nigga is hilarious. Here, bro. Yo, he's, he's just such so a, funny. He's such a charismatic personality where he makes you laugh without even trying. He just talks and it's like mad funny. He just be <laughs> saying like the funniest stuff like without even Seth trying. Of laugh, uh, yeah, uh, rap yeah, I saw an episode where it was him. He had like George Lopez on there. It's like a New Year's episode. I didn't see that one. George Lopez. George Lopez on a cooking show. George bro. Lopez is funny. Yeah, I feel like he's funny like in person. Like when you're talking to him, like he'll make you laugh more than comedy sometimes. That's weird. It's weird how certain comedy like, comedians work. Certain comedians are funnier on stage. Like I know people who like they're funnier like in the moment, but if they have to plan something out, they just be like, uh, yeah. There's certain That's people definitely on mine. Because <laughs> like Charlamagne said that he he tried to get them for for his show. Like tried to um update, he auditioned them. And like they were terrible, like just just live in person. But like when they think about the buying, then, then they're good. So yeah, it's like it's, 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 a, it's, it's a different kind of humor. Yeah, like it's still then, comedy, but it's yeah, like a different. It's played out. It's thought. Like hey, yeah. people are talking about this. Let me do a skit to it. So then you got the goats like Chappelle, who are just funny regardless. You, you know, said I heard that. He's like, like that. I heard Kevin Hart is like that. I heard he's fucking like 
Just as funny as he, he is. Funny. Oh, no. He, he, I have him on Snapchat and he has me rolling half the time. Funny. It's just him talking shit I about his kids. It's like, it's <laughs> so funny. It was one, there was one video on Instagram where he was like trying to speak Spanish. It was, it was oh the funniest thing. Habla, habla, donde esta? Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he's going up. Instagram. Have y'all been seeing real, real, real segue? Yeah. Diddy? Have you been seeing the, 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 video, the videos of Diddy dancing? No, Yo, bro, if Bobby. there's one goal, like, bucket list of life is just to live like Diddy, bro. Right? I want to... Pull up in a yacht, leave on a copter, or pull up on a copter, leave on a... Regardless, regardless, regardless of the order, it's He's still fresh. Way. It's still Diddy status. I have an interesting story about Diddy. The girl I work with, she's like an old head a little bit. She's mm-hmm. like 35, 36 around there. Young at heart. So Pete, right? She went to Howard University. No, her one of her best friends went to Howard I University. Want to go to Howard, her best friend went to Howard University. And her best friend was telling her stories about how, I guess her friend is like older than she is, but she said that she remembers Diddy vividly on campus and how much of an untold story that he never says say, says to the public. And this is this. So apparently, when he was at Howard, he was interning at a at a music label. Out here in New York City. Mind Ooh. you, Howard is in DC. DC. So he would commute from DC all the way up to New York City just for this internship and still manage to make it to, to class on time. And he invented the all white shit, the all white parties at Howard. He's the first person to do all white ever. Yep. That's pretty good. That, that sounds like Diddy shit. And, yeah. and he never mentions that, that part of his life. And mm-hmm. I feel like, yo, people need to hear that because. Yeah. I admire, I admire the shot of that dude. Yeah, man. You got to think about it. Sometimes, like, like you're, what, you're in New Rochelle, and you have an internship in what, Connecticut for NBC. Certain kids, even though it's just one train ride, you know, you just go to the Metro North and take it mm-hmm. up. Some kids are just like, yo, that's mad work. I gotta right. get up at 6 a.m. Then he's like, nah, hold that elbow. I wake up at 3 a.m., get there at 8. Yo, that's, that's what, like, all the moguls, they wake up at 4 a.m., like Ariana Huffington. Mm-hmm. Keep it up at 4 a.m. Go to bed, like, 9, 10, like. Yeah, but you gotta maximize your time, especially because time is money at that point. That's how you really become wealthy, like in America. It's if you can kind of find a way to make money while not making money. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So income comes in while you're not working. That's what Steve. Yeah, passive income. Right, passive he, income. He used like a good example. He was like, when you there's uh, vertical money and, and horizontal money. Vertical money is the money you make staying on your feet. Horizontal money is the money you make you sleep in the house. There you go. I was told I, I was I was told that <laughs> active and passive income. Active is the one that you're actively working towards. Passive is just when you're full and you make two good ways stack. to look at it. Yeah, both That's both. The, none of them are wrong. No, but yeah, not, or or both. The way, <laughs> the, way, <laughs> the way I'm trying to get passive money, there is in the heights on 181st Street, right right between the A and the one train, there is a old movie theater that was a front for drugs. <laughs> not bad, and now it's closed. Yeah. And it looks dope. Like it, it's like it's called Coliseum Cinemas. Mm-hmm. And the last movie that was played there was Real Steel. If you guys remember Real Steel with Hugh Jackman. That's mm-hmm. the last movie. That was years ago. Yeah. It's been closed ever since, bro. If I ever had bills, like my end goal is to buy that movie theater and redo it. And have passive income through there. What would you do? You just like reopen it as a cinema? I open again, it or? as like a, as like a cinema, but also play indie stuff. Okay. Cause there's a cinema that I went to over the break called Nighthawk Cinema. And I watched Disaster Artist there. And Disaster Artist, while nominated for many films and knowing it knowing it as a James Franco movie and everything, it's still indie because it was through James Franco. It wasn't through a major like uh, distributor or anything. Mm-hmm. That cinema sounds so familiar, bro. It's Where in Williamsburg. Okay. Yeah. I heard of it's it. It's very yeah. nice. It's very nice when you go in there. If you guys ever been to Alamo Draft House, it's it's the type of new movie theater that they bring you food out. 
like you write a thing and they bring it out. It's like a table in front of yeah, you and yeah. stuff. It's one of those. Gotcha. So, That's lit. So I was eating for watching the Zaps artist, which is a great movie in of itself. It was what a fantastic show you were next to. Say, post it up real quick, real smooth, feel me? That was what I was saying. You did a great job in that movie. That was fine. I still have to watch it. Oh, dude, if yeah. you, you don't even have to watch The Room, but like it would help because there's certain scenes that Seth Rogen, because Seth Rogen's character is kind of the director of the movie while Tommy Wiseau is like the main dude, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But Seth Rogen is the dude who calls out the things that you'll say as you watch The Room. You're a movie guy, right? Yeah. You, uh, you're a fan of Blade Runner? I have to. I haven't seen it yet. Bro, my I father... Did he just watch like, the father, second one or something? My father is like... I told you, my father is a, is a movie connoisseur, bro. Like, if he was to meet my father, you could probably have... Hour long conversation. Yeah, I want to get that guy on the podcast, bro. bro. I'm telling, I'm gonna bring it on one day. So, Pete. So he uh, he was explaining to me the story. Like, listen, you have to watch the first Blade Runner. You cannot no, watch the new one without watching the old because you're not gonna understand it's like, shit. It's and that's where a lot classes. of people misunderstood the movie. That's why they didn't like it. Because first of all, I feel like that's all the time now with, with movie critics. Yeah. You're not too familiar. Don't have like the movie knowledge of certain shit. So like they right away like. Pass this judgment on the movie without actually knowing the actual like history of the movie, mm-hmm. and I seen like the the the, um, the beginning half of Blade Runner twenty forty nine because my father just got it. Heard it was crazy. Son. I have to watch the first one. That's all I have to say. That I shit was so Blade Runner is one of the movies that I really want to see as a director because it's one of those legendary like it's like it, like we, we, everybody knows what a cult movie is where mm-hmm. it's like yo at first it came out and get exposure but Blade Runner is probably the biggest cult movie ever because it influenced cinema history and speaking of when you say that like certain people took it wrong way it's that abstract movie making now when it comes to complex themes that aren't told to you at first isn't the norm now now it's not i want to say it's marvel movies fault but everybody likes popcorn flicks when you go and you know what you're expecting you have a good time people don't want to necessarily think when it comes to them because you're you're preoccupied with the day-to-day so you don't want to think when it comes to watching a movie and blade runner has a lot of themes in it like deckard which is um I think it's Harrison Ford. He's like, there's like theories on him at the end of the movie and then 2049 gets even crazier. Yep, but yep. case in point, I just watched Eraserhead with my friends and Eraserhead. Do you guys know who David Lynch is? Sounds so familiar, bro. He made Twin, Spe- Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, oh, okay. Mulholland Drive, Blue Velvet. Okay. He made those movies and he made Eraserhead. Eraserhead is his very first film that came out in 1977. And that movie made one of my friends legit angry. And he wants to be a director as well. Because he, he, he literally was like, this movie has no point. It's just random things. But you watch that movie, bro. I'm going to keep it above with you. Top three weirdest movies of all time. I, <laughs> yo, I can't even. I watched it twice. I cannot tell you what it's about. Damn. But me and my friends, the entire day after, we're just talking about it for four hours. We went to the gym, talked about it. Car right there and back, talked about it. Mm-hmm. Chilled after, talked about it. So it's like one of those. Yeah. Stuff. It's a, it's a gotcha. brain teaser, but dude, I can't stress how weird it is. Like words cannot describe. Because it's like, I think it's like. It's symbolic of society and how depressing society could be. Mm. It's real industrial, yeah. but it's like alien as well. It's it's unlike any other movie, man. Yeah, I, I really need to see movies. Like I need to stop saying that. I need to see them. And, and you I need to lay out the documentary and start watching. <laughs> I know. Have you seen okay. speaking? I was just telling him because remember he showed us the new um, cover art for our podcast. Yeah. I told her I liked it because it's minimalist, and I made mention there's a documentary on minimalism. Have you seen that? Yes, I, think I think so. I, yeah, I know. I, it's, all, it's all my cue. I'm gonna watch it. It's on Netflix, more. right? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw the movie about Ben Bradley. The the post. The, the post. The post. It's Bro, about Ben Bradley. Yeah. Is the Tom Hanks? Is Tom Hanks in there? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Meryl Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have to do. I have to do a, um, an extra credit project on the post for Media Law and Ethics. 
that's Watergate. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. But yeah, I watched that documentary. I watched the documentary on the guy who like ran Fiat. Um, yo, he was balling. He was, Fiat? Yes. Like, he, like you talking about copters. Like, he brought a copy. He'd jump out of it. He'd go back in the car. Like, he drive, like, the speed limit don't matter. Like, and we're in the car. Like, yo. yo he, a, he ran um, Italy, like, for, for a, a long time. Who's the, um, Fiat is a, is a brother or sister company of who? Of what's larger than dealer? Or are they just their own separate? No, I don't think they're their own separate. I think they're like a subsidiary. Of That's what I was thinking. I'm looking up, actually. I feel yeah, I'm, I'm assuming we're talking about those little cars. Yeah, 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 little yeah, little yeah, yeah, cars. yeah. yeah. And and like that was that was that guy was crazy. He was balling, and like he he put his his watch on on like his cuff, like on the shirt, like not off the shirt. People copied him for that. Like it's he whack just, now. He was the trendsetter at the time. Yeah, he was. He was also, there are rumors that he was with Jackie Kennedy. Really? Yes. Kind of put it past put it past her because you wasn't she. Cause JFK was flashing Marion and Monroe. You feel me? They got Jackie though. That, cause like uh, Chrysler, bro. Chrysler. Fiat. Yeah. It's a part of Chrysler. Chrysler. Right now. Yeah. Oh, damn, Chrysler. That's mad random, right? Is Chrysler, especially even a fucking Italian based brand. I, I mean, think, com- I think, car company. I think of like them and Cadillac as one of the same. Yeah. So I think they're like GM Motors, right? Or, or oh, my shit. Look, I don't know cars. <laughs> <laughs> I just drive. Do not right? do not quote me on any of this shit. I'm just trying to make sense of it. Don't quote us. We just talk shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> So, Ju, you, you having car problems, apparently? Yeah. My so, my so, car so, is overheating. Fuck, bro. And all that shit. Like, you know I have to take an Uber here. When you have your car's overheating in winter, yo. It sure I don't. Did, he, did you put coolant? Yeah. So, so I was driving back from, from hockey and then like it overheated. So I, I like pulled over twice and then like I pulled over at, at a gas station. Like I called my dad. I was like, so he came over with the coolant. He put it in and like by the time I got home, which is like 10 minutes away, it, it overheated again. Oh, bro. Yo, so, bro, I had a, um, I had a Volkswagen Jetta 2009. Worst car in the fucking world. I hated Volkswagen. Listen to me, bro. Lights, bro. Jetta's. In general, give you so much problems after like a long run with it. Yo, bro, I had I got the car with, like eighty five thousand miles. When I was done, with it, I had like one hundred and twenty. Bro, it. I had the year exactly right. Yo, bro, the last year I had the car. I went. I must have dropped at least like one point five on just trying to fucking like bro. repair the car for my no bench, reason, bro. Dude, my issue with the overheating issue. Yo, bro, I had some. The, the problem was was that the fan inside of the engine. Needed to get changed, which is why it was causing the car to overheat. So your that might be, might be caught up with gum. Yeah, might, so yeah. that might be your issue. It's and not. It's, it's not that much money. Yeah, I'm bringing it to him um, tomorrow. He was the my mechanic was sick all week. So that's oh, that's fuck yeah. Got you. That blows. You know, my Benz be costing me a pretty penny, man. I gotta say, I love that Benz well, till death. I got 170 thousand miles on it, bro. But I feel the engine is little. You know, struggling, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> But you know what I think it is? That's just crying for help, low key. Low key, but I think I know the issue though. Cause when it was really, really cold and it was like negative, like five degrees, when the, after the snowstorm hit, I didn't drive my car for obviously like three days. Mm-hmm. I just left it in the cold for three days. I think one of the coils in the cylinders got stuck. But I had extra coils for my house. I just had to find the time to talk to my pops because he can fix it. You know, he's fixed it before by himself because mm-hmm. a lot of his boys are mechanics, so he obviously has a lot of car knowledge. But my thing is that I got five classes and two jobs on weekends. I don't get to see my parents for the most part. And my dad be sleeping at 8 p.m. early. Yo, by the time I get home, like I had my night class at 9 30, my dad was in bed. I was like, yeah, my dad my dad, dad is fine. knocked by 8 o'clock. Right. So I, like, I have to catch him at a very specific time that's not possible. Facts. Yeah. My mom usually knocked out by like 
same time, 8 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, that's when you're old. And I can kind of see myself knocking out at 8 o'clock, too. Because little bro, by I little, wanted to go to sleep at 10. But your mom be wilding, bro, on the weekends. She'd still be waking up at, like, 7 in the morning. Yo, my dad, too. I'm just like, yo, ma, take that ass to sleep. What are you cleaning at 6 a.m.? Let me What gets me? My dad be up at 8, like, for now. Like, don't sleep, my G. Nothing gets me more tight than my parents opening. My door is closed. They open my door and leave it open. Yo, I get, like, I'm a sleep and Yo. I notice it every time and it wakes me up and I get tight I stand yeah. the door shut and I go back to sleep like if y'all wanna stay up cool <laughs> I'm out no, I'm out nah but old people be up at like 5am 6 I'm gonna keep like, it a bubble with you I kinda like being up at 5am part of me does like watching the sunrise and having all that yeah. morning that yeah, time of the morning cause for the most part now I don't wake up past 11 o'clock my body does not I can be sleeping I wake at 5am every day my body does not let me pass my 11 I wanna sleep yesterday at 2 in the morning I woke up at 10 I just did homework all morning. I did four essays in the morning. Got all my work done for me, bro. But what classes are you taking? I'm taking four classes. I'm taking I'm four taking essays already. Four four essays. Yeah, I, Damn, so I'm bro. taking my advanced Spanish conversation too. I had to write an essay on that on global warming in Spanish. I had to do something for my senior seminar class. This isn't an essay, but it. It's pretty much because it's... Wait, who do you have? For seminar? Yeah. Red Cross. Oh, uh, I've been trying. He just wanted us to, like, get articles. We have to do an essay. Yeah, damn. Yo, it wasn't even an essay. It's kind of essay length because it was like... like a, it's like pick your career interest and why you yeah, pick yeah, it. So I picked directing and I did an oh, entire paragraph on it. She says pick one to three books for your final presentation, your senior uh, yeah, presentation. That's, that's right. And yeah. I picked three. So it ended up being four paragraphs. It's kind of an essay. Okay. Right. Ended up picking The Watchmen. Uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and To Kill a Mockingbird. Because as a director, those books have been adapted into movies. Mm-hmm. And The Watchmen's a crazy pig because The Watchmen's known as the greatest graphic novel of all time. That's mm-hmm. what it's known as. Mm-hmm. To the point where Iona's bookstore sells it. It's studied in, in, like, in one of the English classes. Kill a Mockingbird, if, um, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't that like the story on like like based out somewhere in a country and it's like they have to do like a trial or some yeah. shit, right? Yeah. Where she's like lying that she was raped by like oh yeah yeah it's, 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 yeah, right? yeah 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 it's the two kids Boo book. Radley Boo Radley go, Jeb the go. dad who's like a lawyer and, mm-hmm. yeah no, it's a great book I, used to, I read it like in eighth grade and they made a movie about it in the sixties and it's a really good movie share with us like a fucking freshman or sophomore year high school yeah my <laughs> my cat school went hard in the paint bro I read the, I read the kid to catch from the Ryan seventh grade I read that in high school too <laughs> I read it in high school yeah. Um, but yeah, I did those three movies because those three movies got adapted into film. And it's, as a director, that kind of relates into doing movie adaptations and being a director. But I'm leaning towards The Watchmen because The Watchmen, if you guys didn't know, is becoming an HBO show. Trying to make it an HBO I'm, show. I'm going to watch it. HBO is lit. Yo, it's just hard to do The Watchmen, right, though. It's very hard. So what I can do for my presentation, I can talk about The Watchmen. I can watch the movie, talk about the movie. And I can talk about the proposed like television series and see, as a director, what I would do. She did Shawshank Redemption too. It's a good book. I haven't seen it. It's a good book. I heard it's like I heard it's like a goat movie, like it a goat, like a classic. I have to watch. It's on Netflix, so I think I'm gonna watch it soon. Morgan Freeman is a goat in that movie. Bro. Morgan Freeman is god. Bro. I ain't never seen this nigga die in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> now you talking about somebody? He's actual god. <laughs> like, like we, we we watched. I think it was Glory or whatever with Denzel Washington. It was about like Civil War or something. Everybody died. They showed their faces. Not Morgan Freeman. I was like, this. Dude, of course he don't die. You can't. How's he rose again? There's a movie with he was Nelson Mandela. Word. It was like a second like Victus or something like that. They yeah, played rugby. Yeah, with the rugby, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was good. 
Uh, back to a uh, back to uh, what you were saying about the movie theater. Like, would you would you want it to be kind of like Sundance, like a festival where like people show their I look projects? For, I look, I like, look, I look at it in both ways. Because mm-hmm. obviously, I want commercial movies. I think it'd be it'd be it's sick to have like a mom and pop movie theater that's not a chain. So it, it, essentially, when it comes to that, is like you can kind of do what you want. You can air what you want. So I do want to have some feature films. Like obviously, I want to have Marvel movies in because I want to make money. Course, yeah. You know that those sell and have Star Wars in there. But I feel like. Also, it's important to have some indie stuff to have both spectrum because you have the big blockbusters. I'll throw in some like it's indies, blockbusters, but there's that middle ground of like big name movies that aren't action. So there's like your La La Land, mm. your Shape of Water, Moonlight. your Lady Bird, Moonlight, all of that. They're big name movies, but they don't have the blockbuster appeal. Yeah. So you have that, those two <clears throat> with indie films from like local directors around New York. They can do their own screenings and stuff like that. That's what that I sounds pretty dope, bro. Let yeah. me ask you a question because I know like. New York City, all over the place, and like the five boroughs, they're like every each like every part of that borough is going to like gentrification. Mm-hmm. I heard the same thing about the Heights. Is that is that true? Yeah, like I it's know, definitely becoming right? gentrified because I used to go to elementary school there. Now you're looking. Now you're going on as Irish pubs in okay. Washington Heights, which obviously no no not, but it's just a fact of the mm-hmm. way things are. Is that every, New York nowadays is such a hot spot? Everybody wants to live there just because you're in close proximity. I'm going to everything, bro. Oh, I mean, the thing is. I had a deep, deep discussion about this with my boys over the summer because it was our last year, obviously, mm. going into a lot of my friends and going to SUNYs and stuff. And we talked about living in New York. And some of them were just like, yo, if I kind of had to. Like, I don't I don't mind leaving New York. But then some of us were like, you have to think about it. Take a step back and look at where you live in your entire life. New York has privileges and benefits that you don't you take for granted. You go into New York City, it's not all white. It's people of every mm. single race it's a melting pot of culture you go anywhere else towards the west south or north doesn't become it's that case segmented. you'll get you'll get situations like ohio you'll get in miami you'll get your texas you'll get your cali then yeah it's the case but for the most part it's all one it's all one ethnicity and mm. that's caucasian and the white male and the white females right yeah then you kind of take you forget this nation you need a car you need a car to get everywhere. New York, you have the luxury of just taking Uber, taking a train and a bus. Mm. You go you go to another suburban town, Uber's probably your best bet if they even have people who are willing to be Ubers. Because I'm pretty sure Uber doesn't cover the entire nation. Not There's certain places that don't have Uber. <laughs> no, 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 Bro, yo, show just got Uber. They never had it before. You see? Exactly. <laughs> things like that. Like, it's not... There are certain things that within New York City that being like we're the media hub. Oh, yeah, so that if you Bluebird want, shit. I don't even know what it was actually the Bluebird taxi, the Uber taxi, no, the Bluebird shit, like Bluebird, local. Oh, Bluebird, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Blue, oh, Bluebird, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, what the fuck? That's why I took to high school for for a week. Yeah, yeah but it's that it's, and it's also because we are all of us want to get into media somehow, and obviously New York is probably the number one spot, depending on what you want to do. Because I, I argue with you that if you want to do movies, California is where you want to go. Bro, yeah. I mean like. If we're gonna really like um like narrow it down that way, I feel like New York City is the mecca of culture. Exactly. Everything. Culture. And, and it's not just culture everything, like black bro. culture, it's just culture. So think of every every like major company in the world or at least trending company, they have a headquarters in New York City. At, they have an office. They have at least at least at least, at least, at least an, office. an office. At least one you know person. What I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's the crazy because key point, you walk around Manhattan, you'll get the Heights, you'll get the Harlem, you get the Spanish Harlem, you get Little yeah. Italy, you get Chinatown. Lower East Side. Where are you going to get that? Like, like for, for radio, there's the Breakfast Club, that's number one. Complex, hot 97. It's Hot 97, it's like Power that. 105. Yeah. No. 
getting it yet. Then you have, not even hip-hop, you have like Z100, you have PLJ, you have all these other things mm-hmm. that go out of New York but are still big names. Even, even, though, even, even um, ICM, that, that big-ass talent. Serious Radio. Mm-hmm. Serious. And pushing the culture, complex. I mean, they know, I know they Speaking did dirty, but like, there was, Iceland. there was nothing in hip-hop for that. That's, like, that's like, honestly, but that's like my dream if I wanted to start somewhere, it would have to be for Viceland. Yo, because Viceland takes risks. I like Thank it. you. That's exactly my point. That's why I want to go there. Because Viceland, like, I feel like if you pitch them like a fire-ass like idea of, of, of to do like your own little series or some shit, and mm-hmm. it sounds like in the interest of the culture, they'll fucking, they'll be like, fuck it, let's do it. It doesn't even, you don't even have to give the most, like the, the brightest idea. I used to mm-hmm. feel like it's also like personality and knowing the market. True. They, they, have, they have that one show with those two, it's like De Jesus Amiro or something like that. <laughs> De- Jesus Amiro. De- yeah. Jesus Amiro. You chose the black guy. I'm going to hold that over quick. One minute time. Whenever y'all don't laugh at me. I've never right. seen the show, but I'm just like, I saw them on, I was applying to Viceland, I saw yeah. their name there. I'll give you the benefit of the day. Thank you. I got you. Yeah. We're going to take that. We're going to But anyways, you see got them two, they didn't have, when you, how do you pitch that show? Just me and my boy talking about shit. We're just talking shit. That's not the most interesting idea, but you got the personality for it. You know what I'm saying? That's so that's what I mean. They had, they take the risks yeah. and everything else. So we're pushing content where you guys said and like giving ideas and stuff. What do you keep and what and what do you give out? Because that's been my my trouble with it. Because like Cosby, she said that she went to uh, I forget which channel it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but Lifetime. she Lifetime. There you go. She pitched an idea, blah blah blah. They didn't go with it. But then later there was a show almost exactly the same as as what she pitched. So I'm like, what do you give out? Because I'm like, curious to know what what was the differences between the show. I'm curious. They, to know exactly. She said it, but they were they were like minor differences, and I was like, really? Like they they did her dirty so. I'm like, what do you keep to yourself before like somebody? Because people do steal steal a lot of stuff. Like Drake got got accused Yo, of stealing keep scary hours. Was, that's why, yeah, I heard about that. But I'm sometimes I'm very wary because you know how I write scripts and stuff. Mm-hmm. People go, like, oh, let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. Nah, sometimes I'm like, I don't know about all that. I'm about to give you a little brief summary. I'm about to throw you two pages. Give me two lit pages and tell me what you think. I don't want to be giving them out like that because you give them out. I ain't copyright those. I ain't trademarked them yet. You can take it. Want some fucked up shit? I, I went to like a like a panel, right? Shout out to De Jesus. <laughs> Yo, fuck Damio. De Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, I went I went to some panel. How right? do you say his name? Jesus. 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 And he says straight up, listen, don't get a lot of entrepreneurs wrong. A lot of the best innovations or inventions come from people's mistakes. So yeah. if you can take somebody's like idea and you know, what the, you know what the fuck is wrong with it, and you could create it 10 times better, yo, there's people like that. And that shit happens every yo, single day. Yo, if you really day. think about innovation nowadays... <laughs> It's very hard, I feel like, to have a completely original idea. Mm-hmm. Nigga, Thomas Edison stole I, fucking Nikola <laughs> Tesla whole shit. <laughs> exactly. What? And he's known as one of what? the smartest dudes in history. And I, relate that, and I relate that to you because like, you don't want to give out your juice. You don't want to give out your yeah. script because, yo, what if somebody like finds out, finds a little voids in your script that you didn't catch and then they fucking copy your idea? I'm going to catch like, that shit, fuck, bro. Mine is like, damn. I'm catchy. I'm trying. I'm trying to write a lot more. I have like a lot of ideas because that's what I told y'all to. And I yeah, probably yeah. said this in the podcast mm-hmm. already. Whenever I get an idea, I put that on the notes section of my phone. 
Yep. So if you go, I have like a section called uh, movie nah, ideas. Movie <laughs> 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 ideas. All three viewers of you. You gotta, write, you gotta write it down now. <laughs> nah, but no, nah, I also I have it on my computer as well. So mm. I got it. You know, I got it backed up. I got it backed up. Because like sometimes I like I want to be tweeting shit like this, but I'm like nah, nah, I'm not do it. I gotta make a Twitter, man. Especially when we do media, I just gotta hold the L and make a Twitter. I don't have a Twitter yes, right now. Yeah. Twitter is fire. Twitter, you know, Twitter is my, my favorite right now. I just don't care. I don't like to like say my thoughts. That's my thing. I like posting the photos. Fo- I like Instagram so I like to post photos. And I go on Snapchat because I like being retarded and posting some dumb Snapchats mm-hmm. once in a while. But like, I like Instagram because it's like, I don't mind posting a photo of myself looking at my explore type, seeing some funny memes, you know, and all that. You know what I'm saying? But like, Twitter, it actively <laughs> requires you to participate or be a part of the discussion. And I don't mind being a part of the discussion because, you know, I'm discussing it right now. I don't know. I just have like a thing where I don't want to put my air, my stuff out on the internet. Because yeah, the reason I asked this was um, the other day somebody who I followed on Twitter. He said I'm right. I'm working on a short story for. I forget exactly what it was. And even if I did, I wouldn't air it out. But like for blah blah blah. And I was like, yo, what if somebody? And immediately I was like, what if somebody took that and then they made it theirs? Or like somebody's watching because somebody's always watching. Like like what if somebody made it theirs and blah blah. Because blah. somebody said um. Oh, that sounds fire, low key. And then I was like, "Yo, you gonna take the shit and then make a movie, and then you are gonna be stuck there, like, oh shit." You gonna be stuck there. You gonna be stuck there, real sick, real tight. I I was working at I was working at some hotel in Soho like last year on like August, Mm -hmm. and we had this because I was a doorman there, and we had this one taxi dude that we always used. It's always like it was like ten dollars if we like had the guests who were like leaving back to the airport if they're going to JFK. He throw like ten dollars on the side, whatever. Yo, he came in one day. It was a slow-ass morning. It was me and, like, my supervisor or whatever who mm-hmm. trained me. And he was telling us a story. And, yo, this story, bro, when he was finished telling me it, all I have to say was I was surprised out the ass, bro. And the story, mm-hmm. like, it sounded like a fire-ass series that I had that would have to be on fucking Netflix. I said, yo, bro, how come you never, like, pitched this idea to, like, you know, a, a, like a film company or, or, or something like that, right? And all I have to say is, is that it had to do with the Russian guy who was, he sent a letter to, I think it was, he actually sent that letter to uh, to the guy who told who signed the story. And he couldn't understand the letter because it was like, it like it was like it was pretty much scribbled on the paper. Mm-hmm. So all I'm going to say is the ending of the story, it turns out that the reason why it was scribbled on a piece of paper, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you guys the story or whatever, but all I have to say is that he ended up writing that letter with his mouth because he had no, he had no arms. And it was like it's like a survivor story, yo, bro. It's like the craziest shit in the world, bro. Like me telling you something, like you need to fucking like, like I don't know, fucking put like a pan on this story, some shit. Find somebody because you're about to make mad bread. It was like that good. Yeah, that's good. Sometimes name though, man. Sometimes, sometimes I just feel like some of the best stuff comes from just living life. So, for example, facts. I sincerely think. And me, I have a, fr- a group of friends from New Jersey, and I think they are some of the funniest people I've ever met. Where they from? Teaneck specifically. So they're the around, fuck out of here. They're around like northern. Bro, Jersey. that's where my cousin's from. Teaneck. Yeah, man. Teaneck, Teaneck, me out here. You went to Teaneck High too? No, I didn't. I had a girlfriend at Teaneck High though. Let me tell you it's something. Crazy. If you throw me some names, and I probably tell my cousin, "Yo, bless word." We won't talk about that for the podcast. We gonna we gonna follow up next podcast. What? But yeah, I got, friends, lit, I got friends from there. I got friends from like Englewood, Patterson, Fort Lee. I got, I got friends all over, mm-hmm. all over North Jersey, right? Like, we probably friends with like the same people. <laughs> My man, they are some of the funniest people. When we talk about such dumb shit and get ourselves into some dumbass situations, that I think that if we made it into an animated series, it'd be fucking rotten. Mm-hmm. 
I think that if we just, like, if I don't want to do animation and made some of our hijinks into, like, shit, like, I can just, because, you know, we talk on, like, Skype and shit. So if we just recorded some of the conversations and made it to an anime, I think no. it'd be so fucking hilarious. That's why you bring like that. I say the same shit to my boys. Yo, my boys, yo, my yo. boys, they, they, we just, like, stop talking and we're like, yo, why are we so fucking funny sometimes? Like, we yeah, have, nice. like, we start flexing and shit like that. Because it's, it's, like... You can build chemistry with certain people, mm-hmm. I feel like, but like your boys who have been your boys for years, you can just be fully comfortable, and you can say suspicious shit, and <laughs> oh, they don't, nice. they don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like it's just a part of like being boys. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you're that comfortable, you just spitball whatever comes yeah. to the dome, and that's some of the best. Do you that's, have like that's genuine entertainment? Do you have like uh like within your group of friends, do you guys have like your own way of talking? Yeah, like, well, only you guys understand what the fuck you're yeah. saying. We be saying some dumbass <laughs> words, dude. <laughs> Oh my god, bro. I can't. Oh my god, like we'll go out somewhere, like me and my boys, and there'll be like random people there, and like we'll just strike conversation. And we'll start like saying like inner circle shit. And I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? It's you just like it's so a, funny. It's I'm like, shit. Like, and it's also, it's a it's mix cool. of like knowing your friends for a very long yeah. time and doing things. I feel like that's how you become friends with somebody when you have an experience together. So let's say you and somebody meet, you go to a party, you do something crazy, you see some crazy shit. That's how you guys become friends. Mm-hmm. So that's like when you have years of that on top of you, I'm dead ass. I might just get my friends to be, I might just do this, dude. Because yeah. me and my friends, we're trying to make, um, they're trying to make like a really corny web series of like cops, yeah, like a buddy cop yeah, thing. Yeah. We, me and one of my boys, his name is Mo. We got into some of the script like, works at the building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that Mo. <laughs> different Mo. Different Mo. Different Mo. Different also, Mo is actually the most common name in the world. Muhammad. Wasn't it Mohammed? Yeah, Mohammed. Yeah, Mohammed is the most common name. But we started making the script and we some of the treatment already. And we have some people cast it. It's going to be like real bad. I want to record it and like make it look like it's 70s. So you know how like when you I don't know how do I put it. You ever see like those found footage films, like Paranormal Activity and stuff like that, where yeah. like over the camera there's that recording overlay where it's like the boxes, the there's battery the life, the very yeah. the very Blair Witch Project. I want the exact thing. Okay. Exact. I want that as we record everything. So it's like these two guys being followed followed around by like a mockumentary team, but it's like they're real like cops, but they're trash. Man, I'm disappointed <laughs> they that the, your club didn't want to start in the man. Yeah, I'm man. I, I had some really good ideas, and I collaborated with a lot of students. I had over thirty people who wanted to be a part of this film club, mm-hmm. but they were just like, "Yo, it's just not that different from ICTV." And I'm like, yeah, "ICTV just does stuff with Iona. We do moves. creative stuff." Like, like yo, I understand. It's like. It's technically the same thing because it's like, yo, you're still using a camera, you're going off filming and stuff, but the subject matter is completely is basically news. Like the way it's, we, the way they we do entertainment. Like, but I don't know if you know, I know Andrew definitely, we talked about it a few times, but the way I had it, Matt, was that we had, initially we had 30 people and we had six e-board members. So we, I would split everybody into groups of six with an e-board member to be your guy to hold it down. Yeah. And you guys would just pitch like little skits. You know, It doesn't have to be a full movie. It'd be like 15 minute skits, short stories, anything. And you guys would like build it up together. You guys would make a treat, like a little a ghetto treatment. You'll make a little script and everything. And you'd have your e-board member who has experience guide you along the way. They wouldn't necessarily stop you from doing anything. They'd give you suggestions. They'd lead you along a certain path. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, we'd give everybody like a month, a month and a half. Mm-hmm. We'd just air it. And then we, then we had, I had ideas of going like to like indie, indie like, uh, movie theaters in the city and all that shit. Ideas to collab with the film festival for ITV. What's your boy got? It's school. Cool. School's messing gotcha. with our creativity, bro. I mean, I even made a, I made a constitution, which WICR uses it as a template sometimes. 
We'll keep it above 50. I made a full constitution. I put names and I made rules, everything. Still got the L. That's yeah, fucking yo. And they they over here, oh, we're going to help your creativity. And no, you don't. Like, come on, bro. I mean, yeah, it sucks, but I take it in stride, though. I mean, I tried. I put my foot down. I was like, yo, we could do more. But I guess people, kids, students agree. Because I had over 30 kids be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? I had a, I had a clear-cut leadership role. I was chair. I had a co-chair. had different chairs for different things. But, like, you know, sometimes school just don't see how to eye with you. They be like, yo, bro, if you ever need anybody in here, you'll get some of your movies. Or I'll holla at your boy. 100%. If you. 100%. I gotta start doing that shit. I'm slacking. Cause yo, bro, yo my father, he, he works in this building where like major fucking like firms and companies are located mm-hmm. in it's like open and, spaces. And I don't know if you ever heard of ICM. Mm-hmm. It's like the biggest talent agency in the world. Like every actor, every broadcaster goes there. You can imagine. Mm-hmm. My father's met everybody in like from movies. No, he talk to your fucking OG. OG. He talks to his OG guy. And Brian Leach, everybody, bro. And he knows he's, like, he's really cool with the director of that of that floor. And he said that he's going to try and help me get an internship there. If he does, well, that's a valid-ass look. They do everything, bro. Media, that's, that's broadcast. That's damn on the come-up. Everything, bro. I tell you, man, once you get the website up and, go, up and going, and we start actually like putting in the post-production on the podcast, because I was thinking of trying to pitch us, basically, to either ICM, like mm-hmm. you said, or Loudspeakers Network. That's, that's how they... Dude, I think that's a movie we make... After this semester, yeah, definitely after this semester. Yeah, I think summer. for now we're still yeah. like, yo, we we're we're in pre production when it comes to the brand, but we're obviously like right now this is this is the production part. Where we actually have a like a something to sell. Yeah. We have a podcast, we have a radio show, we have your photography mm-hmm. and your music. You have all the radio stuff you do, and I have my thumbs and skits whenever I start making those. Yo, sick, bro, right? So yo, that's the reason why like, we have we have three people who have different have their hands in different areas of media, and we can all come together. So we have we're the entire package. You know what I'm saying? It's just actually put getting down there and doing the dirty work that's going to take time. And I don't mind. I know none of us mind it. We don't mind working and crunching and all that stuff. It's right. just it's just scheduling, man. Mm-hmm. 21-year-olds got five. We got school and we got work. You know what I'm saying? It's just hard. To, and we all live there's, in three different parts of the fucking New York. <laughs> this is, all right. So I, I was on YouTube and there's, you know, every once in a while there's an ad that like can actually help you and shit. Yeah. So it's called Monday.com. I don't know if y'all seen it. No, it was like never. if y'all working in a group, then you could have like... Um, Working on a website, then you could you could like click a button and it'll say stuck or done or or in the middle of it or need help with it. So like you could track basically where you guys are, what you're doing. Is it like Google Docs done. pretty much? You know, Google Docs you can like yeah, kind of see what kind of real time. Yeah. It was like that for web design. Um, Wait, what, what, what is Monday like, specifically for? It's more like like if you have like tasks, like say you have like a couple tasks that you have to do, and then you could select which one you're at. Like if you're just starting it, if you're done. If you're almost finished, finished with it. So kind of like that. So it's like, you know what okay, I, mean? I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to, cause you know, um, Celtics, Celtics, yeah. the Celtics. Yeah, that has like I know we use it for mainly scripts, but it's an entire portion of it dedicated to production. <laughs> that's, nah, that's, it's a, you can use yeah, parts of it for you can, you can use a parts of it for free, but like the entire thing is very powerful. It's yeah, like budgeting, it's scheduling, fledged, management, yeah. everything. Cause like I, I, it's I a full production to, studio. Because I added, like, another script, and he was like, oh, you have, you're, like, over the limit. I was like, oh, delete this. I don't mind. If that's one thing I'm, I'm going to pay for, I'll pay for Celtics or Celtics. I hate, like, these subscriptions, though. I just want to pay, like, the one-time fee. Pete was talking about it, too. Like, for Adobe, like, he would pay, like, the one time and then have it forever. That's like, how you see that. So, as a disclaimer, guys, in case you were wondering what Monday.com is, apparently it's, like, a project management website. Yeah. So, basically, like, it helps you manage your workload, communicate with 
your team and celebrate success with you. Honestly, looking at this website, bro, like off just like the visuals, looks pretty fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Off the rip. So if I guess people like us, you know, trying to start up our own little business type shit or like, you know, to keep it a book, we kind of have that. You know just at a very crude level. I made a notepad <laughs> document saying <laughs> what we gonna do. Yeah, no I made it like a like a like a, yeah. like a third grade version of that. I was like, yo, we have to do this and put a check next to what we do. I've done all that. We just have to like, I, if we want to, when we start getting to the point where we see some profits, I feel like we definitely see some profit coming out of this. Mm-hmm. We just have to actually just start put it, start get get the wheels moving, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Definitely, that's all it is. But I talked I talked to two of my friends already. One of them just got a job. My boy, who I told you was gonna intern for UPS, mm-hmm. he got oh, a yeah. job at a cybersecurity firm. He got a job. And he always like you got a job. He goes, yeah, I'm so just as surprised as you are. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, I went in for the interview, and I wasn't that confident. And I was like, what? Well, he's like, well, I guess I just didn't get it. And they called him back, and he went in for an orientation. And it was like orientation. Okay, I have the internship then. The guy gives him a portfolio and a folder. He goes, are you ready for the job? He went, the job? <laughs> he was like, what? I'm employed? He goes, hell yeah. That's <laughs> cool. Now he's, doing, now he's doing computer engineering for like a, for like a giant like computer software place. So, what's up, so man? Yeah. Speaking well, shout of out to my son, Alex. Software and algorithms you hear Facebook is doing? Nah. Nah. There. So the fuck they up to now, bro? Well, so, probably some like tracking. Nah, so basically, because they fucked up with the whole fake news and, and Russia stories and like mm-hmm. there's so much news on your feed, they're changing the algorithm so there's more like content from your friends and family basically what it was before oh, 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 yeah been, in my opinion because like because they they but they did like a great model so they get the news people to post and stuff like that and people to comment and stuff but facebook gets some money they didn't mm-hmm. like the news organization they, they didn't get any money uh, but now like you know everything went to shit so they're trying to go back to that and in my head i'm like it's not gonna work like i'm already over facebook right now you like, are, but I feel like half the world is because Facebook is still like the that's true. Way. That's Y'all true. Like, My family uses it like a lot. I was just man, I feel like Facebook definitely it, not that it died down, but it just switched generations. Yeah, like the millennials, the millennials don't really like use it the way we used to use it in high school. It's more for like just information to get a kick out of something back in the or day, just to, like just... communicating groups. Because honestly, for me personally, I just use Facebook because I have a lot of like sneaker groups that I'm in. I want to sell shit. I want to know what the fuck's selling out, or what's mm-hmm. you know what's. I used to talk to my friends, and now now we have Snapchat, and Instagram, and now there's like FaceTime and stuff. They just easier to do it on that. Honestly, like yeah. speaking of algorithms, not to cut you off, Jamal. Yeah, Instagram at one point used to be ill, and I I used to I actually used to fuck with and rock with the algorithms before in the sense where it used to be like everybody's posts used to go in order. Yes. From like new to old, yes. and now it's like yo, bro. I, I scroll it, bro. by the same fucking shit yep. like twice in like a matter of ten minutes. Like, yo, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> I just right. hate this the fact that now, right? now you're going down your personal page and there's mm-hmm. ads and there's stuff recommended for you, and half the times the recommendations are wrong. So I just hide it, one, bro. and bro. it's also I've also noticed this when you follow somebody new, mm-hmm. they'll show their photos of a few days ago. Yeah. As the first thing, so let's say you let's say you follow me, Matt, right? Yeah, yeah. They show you the first three photos of my profile, no matter how old they are. Like four days ago, it could be it could be like a month ago, and you'll see it on the top because you just followed me. Which I guess isn't bad per se, but like yeah. I don't know, I like having a uniform person, like having it to be day by day. Right. When you add somebody on Instagram, you kind of go to their profile, anyways. That's a fact. Yeah, it's true. No creepy shit. Like we just factually <laughs> do. I, I think everybody does that. Yeah, you, if yeah, I follow yo, your page, boop. Follow. Oh, man, man. I've been throwing, I've been throwing two, three likes. I don't do more than three though. If it's three, I don't, I don't do more than three though. If it's three, you gotta be fine. If it's like a like a like a baddie, like I'm throwing three though. I'm shooting
Word. I'm uh, saying if you're random but you cute, I'll give you two. If you're somebody I don't know, maybe I'll give you I'll give you just one. Because there'd be, there be those, like, those bot pages that be hitting me up, man. They'd be looking at my photos and stuff, and it's like a bad bitch, but it's a robot, obviously. Very, <laughs> yeah. It's like her, her profile name's like numbers and letters at random, and yeah. you're like, okay, you're not real. She's like Russia and shit. Hey, what's up? I got, I got actually, I got an email from Google. It was like, someone tried to get into your account for some tiny ass town in motherfucking Russia, dude. Like the yeah. word, like the name of the town was longer than my last name. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your name's last is pretty broad. Fernandez. It's nine letters. It was yeah. more than that. And it had like, I had like, you know, I had the, the double dot, the umlaut over the, had some of that shit. I was like, wow, that's, a, that's aggressively Russian. Man. Okay. Town right now is minus thirty six. Like yeah, dude, that dude, that dude just in his computer, like trying to get into my shit. I think that's a pretty good segue, you know, since Russian, you know, Russian government all that bullshit, right? A segue into the whole, the whole thing you were talking about, Drew, with the H and M. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. So basically, H and M. For those who don't posted, know, they posted. Uh, it was like a new line. So this was in the UK. Actually, it wasn't it wasn't oh. here. So it was like a new like line of sweaters or whatever that they did for kids, mm-hmm. and then they had like two white kids. I forget what whatever. Obviously, people didn't pay attention to that. But there was a black kid, and he was wearing a sweater that said "Coolest Monkey in the Jungle," and then like everybody took wind to it. Twitter was on fire. Yeah, there's a bunch of racial undertones to it. Yeah, and so people. So there's two sides. One, it's like their H and M is racist and blah blah blah, which I don't think because they try to make money. Word. But the other side of it is. How does it go through that many checks and balances and people still said yes at every single moment? So either they're really clueless or they don't have any black people there. Or they're like the mom and the mom was like, yo, calm down, blah, blah, blah. It's not that bad. I was like, you got the yo, bag. Yo, what I, the fuck I, I, nice. I kind of agree with the mom. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Just, just for the fact that while I get the shirt itself is racist in a sense, I can mm-hmm. see where the racial angle comes from. I don't think it was on purpose. I think it was in bad taste to have the black kid wear it. No, it's Drew, I have, a, I have a question for you, bro, because mm-hmm. when, when, I, when I was in high school, right, my school had a uh, had had, like, majority was either Caucasian or Asian, mm-hmm. but the minorities such as, you know, Spanish people mm-hmm. and myself and that, obviously, you know, the African-American yeah, and black people and shit. Yo, we were always so cool that sometimes, like, I understood where they was coming from. But do you think, Drew, that nowadays you think that African Americans tend to, like, I guess, overlook certain certain scenarios? Because, like, honestly speaking, like, if if I was, like, a Spanish, like, you know, fucking, if I was, like, a Spanish, like, you know, I don't, I don't know what word to, to use, or, like, like, a radical, like, a radical Spanish person where mm. I thought everything was, like, offensive or racist, mm. like, does that make you... Does that make you close-minded, or does, or, does that, or, does that, or does that make you like just aware of what's? Oh going no, on? I hate, I hate that. Like I hate like, when people are like, you know, you know how you just mentioned the whole mom thing. Mm-hmm. She said, "Yo, you guys are bugging out. Like, why are you guys making this whole shirt thing such a big deal?" Like, I understand where she's coming from in the sense where it is kind of racist because, like, how you, how the fuck are you gonna put a coolest monkey in the jungle and have yo, the a, a young, a young, young African American boy, you know, dressing it like that's mm-hmm. like in your right mind, like. Every company has directors that have to get approved. That you have to approve shit in order for you to go send it out. Mm-hmm. How you think it's okay to do that? So I don't. My thing is that there probably wasn't any black person there to go through yeah. all of this. Otherwise, it would have got like stopped, or somebody would have said something. Um, but like, I agree with what you said. Like, I hate it when people overreact to things because mm-hmm. there were two guys who bought land. I forget which state it was in, in a in like a park or something, and then took down. Um, confederate uh, statues and monuments and stuff. I was like, that's the way you're supposed to do yes. it. Because like, 
Bill Maher, I love Bill Maher. I love the show. He gets people to talk on both sides Mm -hmm. and shit. He said the N-word on TV. Now, me, I was like, like how he said house nigga on TV. I was a little he was, much. Ma- he was making a joke. And I was like, in my head, I was like, for two reasons. One, he's a comedian. So comedians are obviously going to try to go to a joke first. True. And two, to me, it wasn't that big of a deal compared to what like Trump is doing and stuff True. like that. Or Jeff Sessions or or maybe like Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Or, or they're like bigger, bigger things to worry about than Bill Maher saying that. And made the H and M story because like mm-hmm. there were kids who went into H and M and just destroyed everything like to like they acted like monkeys. Right. I'm like, don't do that, bro. That's going way too far. Like if you're mad about it, like yeah, cool. They took it down. Like move on. But there's there's much more there's much worse shit to worry about. Yo, I'm not gonna hold you, but H and M just sent me an email recently talking about yo. They talk about eighty percent, forty percent off. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they hit you with the forty percent off. Yeah, yeah, super, super generous. Okay. <laughs> I saw. I don't think they did it on purpose, but like obviously you don't. You know how the, it's the saying, all publicity is good publicity? Mm-hmm. I think this isn't the case for them. Because they lost, they lost, like, the weekend oh, is not with them anymore. He, it, they lost backlash. other people. Easy. Big yeah. backlash, bro. They lost yeah. a lot of people. My mom I told think, me not to go to <laughs> I think I think it was an honest mistake on there, and I don't think there's anything malicious about it. But it's, it's definitely a thing where you kind of have to have diversity in the leadership space. Mm-hmm. I feel like they, I feel like they really, I feel like they had good intentions, but they kind of overlooked how to do it correctly. I guess they try to be too much a part of like the the, the the diversity swing in today's culture. But it's like you can't do it that way. At least yeah. announce it publicly before you want to go put some shit out like that and, and put like a little black boy in a in a t shirt that says something so vulgar. Like that's it's fucking crazy, bro. Yo, that's like saying the coolest fucking. I don't know, the coolest burrito in the fucking... I don't know, nigga. Like, you know, I put, like, a fucking a Mexican boy in. Like, yo, that's kind of racist, bro. Yeah, yeah. But, but, like, the coolest rice in the bowl in his <laughs> like, like, that. like, that's <laughs> not cool, dog. Uh, you know, yo, my thing is that... Well, a lot of what happens is that people are going to get mad for two days. And then, mm-hmm. like, obviously people forget. Um, yeah. And yeah. also, that if that shirt was on the white kid, it wouldn't have happened like that. So that's, that's the only part where I'm like, all right, so it doesn't matter that much. If it's, like... Outright races, like maybe like a person having a Confederate flag, there's no way of spinning it. Like if you have a Confederate flag, that's it. You have the flag. There's no yeah. way of looking at it differently. But like this, like you could yeah. change it and, and yeah, so uh, they they made a mistake and like they, they're paying for it. So Yeah, when social media destroyed that white boy, bro. The shit that they were putting on the shirt. Yo, Nicky got smoked. Things made different shirts. We're not ready for internet clapback. Nobody is. Nope. Nigga said saltiest cracker in the box. Like, yo, (laughs) bro. I was like, God damn it. Calm down. He's he's fine. Like, chill. Chill. That shit is is wild. But yeah, I mean, like like I said, it's over now. So, How do you answer back? Like, what's... Like, what are you gonna do? Like, what's your resolution to that, bro? Like, I don't, I don't even know. No, like, your only every, thing off top of my head, management. Everybody in PR, we're bringing, we're Come bringing on, out over there in the PR, baby. You know, everybody in PR. Is so what I would do? Sweating. Throw a press release out there, be like, "Yo, we messed up. It was very distasteful. This that. Throw out the fifty percent off everything plus free shipping <laughs> for two weeks. I'd be like, "Yo, y'all need that. I'm sorry. Hold it down. I will. I will take some losses on top of this loss." Yeah. My thing is, I don't even care because I haven't shopped at H&M in a minute. Because, like, I one know. wash with their shirts is over. It's yeah, over. They're, they're, they're yeah, clothing, it's their, clothing is, their clothing is, like, it looks good, but the quality is cheeks. That was my last cop, Drew. The pants you got on with the zip on the side? Same here. Same here. That was my last cop from there, bro. I got those intent angry, and I don't like them. 
somebody take them off. I haven't been in like four <laughs> months, so yeah. I think that's where my tan was to work though. That's Ooh. my white pants. Like, hold that. <laughs> Nick, I don't know. Bro. Let's just change the lane, change the lanes real quick. You know what I'm saying? I gotta say, man, you did a great service by drunk, by not taking them economics one hundred. Oh shit! Put me economics one hundred. Took that class because you don't need three. I need three more credits. Open credits. And I'm like, All open right. credits. You done? And I'm done. I'm done. Okay. I go. Oh, economics one hundred. Dom's taking four ninety. Dom's taking PR six twenty nine right now. One hundred. I work. What? It's my work. PR six twenty nine. It will make you work yeah. for a company. And my shit. God, I'm taking a graduate level PR class. It will make a PR for Iona. Six thirty. But I'm taking an economics lunch. I'm like, yo, it's economics in the modern day. It can't be anything too crazy. It was so nice. It's in the modern day. I live there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my man. Bro, this guy not only talked about the 10 principles of, of um, economics for an hour, for like two hours. I looked down at my phone for like three seconds to see a Snapchat. My man's, we were talking about graphs. Mm. It became geometry out of nowhere. <laughs> and I, yo, I kind of hate geometry with a Bro. burning passion. So I was just like, class and he's like he's an actual dude he works with an economics he works for a firm he's like a leader and he's like one of the heads of it so he's very very smart dude but i just feel like when it comes to certain certain topics no matter how knowledgeable you are you can know it but teaching is a different piece mm-hmm. he doesn't make it interesting at all and i saw every single kid in the class go fuck this fuck my life fuck this class <laughs> bro like when i took microeconomics and when i was on that my two year before i came back over here bro like not only was my professor the most meanest and racist professor I've ever had in my life, where he literally made a girl cry. I've had I've heard, I've heard about like, the ad Iola. He straight up bowed her and said, what are you, stupid? I was like, bruh, what? Here? I was like, yeah. no, not here, bro. Oh, and my other, my, uh, this two-year school I was at, bro, yo. I was like, this nigga did not just say that. Yo, audacity on you, bro. It's a female, bro. We're pay- We're essentially paying for you, though. Crazy. Oh, speaking of paying, fucking Iona is is paying sixty five thousand dollars for a mural. Sixty five thousand. Sixty five thousand dollars. Let me see that paper, please. Like, I need that. That painting <laughs> better be in gold, my nigga. Like, least, please. what? I think it's going in front of the art center, right? Yeah. Sixty-five thousand, like yo. You know what's crazy? If you actually go into the art center, there's a lot of like famous paintings. There's a lot of very highly valued. I haven't been in there yet, but I was like, really no way. And this, it's like for certain like art electives are in there, Mm -hmm. film classes in there and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's a very very nice. It's not big. It's not grandiose or anything. It's Mm -hmm. like a small little art center. But there's some there's some valuable stuff in there. There's no security. Just kind of yo, bro. Not gonna hold you. Should have kind of like a little bit, a little bit more research on that economics class because economics has math in it, bro. And that shit's a dog. I hate math with a passion. No, I can. I don't like math, but I can do it. I can do it. Like I can. I don't. I don't he was like telling everybody. He was just like, if you guys, if you guys forgot, the x axis is the horizontal mm-hmm. axis, and the y one is the vertical. I was like, are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> like this is my class right now. I know it's, he just talked about grass for like thirty minutes. He was like, "How do you plot X, Y? It's this." I'm like, "Are you on my name?" That's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I can do geometry. I'm not a fan of it. Like, I'm, I'm an adult. Like, if I don't like, it, I'll still get it done. Nah, bro, I hate it. I have to take the L. I'm taking I'm taking a Spanish class in economics. I'm taking a senior I'm taking a senior sermon. I'm taking this graduate level PR course. Four classes, real light work. I finally got all my um. Cause I know, I know we always rip on Iota, but I finally got good news. I'm in there. I'm established. Like I'm a full time student. Like I'm getting a three thousand dollar refund coming in. Granted, I'm not seeing any of that money, but <laughs> putting that straight back into loans. Cause I don't You can't. If you if you pocket that money, it's good in the in the short term. But the long term is gonna hurt you. Oh, 
I, I'm going to put that towards the interest rate of my loans because that shit rises every year. I'm not going to hold you, bro. If you're going to get a, like a brother cat's refund like that, like you said, just pay off your loans, bro. It's the best. You know, it sucks, but like it's the best option. Yeah, it's the best. Like me and my friends were talking about over the summer again. People were like, yo, I'm coming up. One of my friends is coming out of college, sixty debt, sixty grand in debt. So he went to Boston. He goes, oh, you know, he's like, he goes, you know what I'm gonna have to do? I go, what? Make ten grand, blow it on the loan, and just do it again, and then just keep doing it over and over, bro. He's like, yeah, I'll make ten grand. I'll just put it straight to my loan. Yo, your ass better make sure you coming out of college with like a six figure job waiting for you right off the. Bad, bro. I mean, if you're trying if to you live don't in- pay off your loans, bro, that's just a dud. Like, yo, my, my mom's what? It hits your credit. My mom's in her 40s, bro. She graduated from my own and she's still paying them shits off, bro. Yeah, no, it's a fact. My she's teacher, crazy, dude. Bro, I remember hearing about it when I was in the sixth grade. My sixth grade science teacher, she at the time was maybe like going into her 40s and mm-hmm. she graduated college early, like 21, yeah. 20. 19 years later, she's still paying off loans. Yo, you know what's crazy, bro? I feel like. Like, yeah, Bernie Sanders, he would have been great as a president in certain aspects. And I feel like one area that would have really benefited us is, I know he, I think he wanted to pretty much, like, reconstruct the whole, like, education system, right? And um, I know one of, one of it had to do with, like, us having to pay back these substantial amount of loans, like, back to the, back, back to the country. And in my, in my opinion, bro, like, all right, cool, like, you know, we could take our loans, but at least kind of, like, reconstruct it in a way where it's not going to affect us in the long run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think my thing when it comes to loans is that since there's so many other nations who do free mm-hmm. school, and obviously education is power, knowledge is power, it's kind of a way you kind of have to make it accessible to everybody, so to speak. Yeah. That's just my thing. And if you... Because nowadays, it's the it's the catch-22 where I talk about this literally every fucking time I talk about jobs and internships is that they want a nigga with experience. <laughs> How the fuck are you supposed to get experience if ain't nobody going to fucking take a chance on you? Yep. Because you can do as much independent production as you want, but you need corporate experience. That's a fact. And corporate experience is the make or break for the most part. Because that's where you get most of the main, like, how to network, how to socialize. It's the people you want to meet. Mm-hmm. So you could be the smartest nigga. You can know how to do cinematography to the craziest stuff. You can have Tarantino levels of script writing and dialogue and all that stuff. But if you know the right person, how you going to job? You know, you know what really bugs me out is, and I feel some type of way because when I'm, when I'm, like, filling out these applications online for internships. And the one question that really bugs me the fuck out, because it really makes me question whether I want to answer or not, is when they ask you for your race and your ethnicity. I don't believe any of that shit. I'm like, oh, we just use it for research, because if you do get the job, it's equal opportunity to stand a third. Like, I feel like that does definitely plays a role, bro, in my opinion, because I've had Caucasian friends who literally apply for the same position as me, and they've gotten calls back. And it's like, one bro, of those I, things, I've gotten, like, I have more experience than you, mm-hmm. but yet... I've gotten situations where it's... It's just one of those things where it's like, yo, like, damn, bro. It's so, it's shit that's out of your control. You have to have connections, I feel like, if mm-hmm. if you're us minorities. you know, I'm not just putting out there because we're fucking, I'm Spanish, and you're African-American, whatever the case. I just mm-hmm. feel like that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, if we do not have networking or any type of connection within these these brand, these big branded companies, like, it's, it's hard, it's really hard, hard to, it's hard to, to get, get in, bro. You know what I'm saying? Get your foot in the door. Yeah, I agree. Same thing happened to me when I applied to Sirius Radio. Mm-hmm. There's no shades of Sirius. It's just me spinning factuals. It's just they said, yo, it was either between you and somebody else, and they got it because they were more qualified. And I go, what do you mean by more yeah, what qualified? Yeah, what does that mean? They go, oh, they went 10 YU, and they had some experience yeah, at St. John's, and I was like, but you do understand that I do a podcast. <laughs> I'm an executive on the radio club. I know how to use Audition and Premiere if need be. Like, what else does a nigga need? <laughs> 
What else because, do I need, so, so because you choose my, so because you choose my institutions as to where I attend, as that's how you're gonna make your decision. Because he went to NYU and to St. It's John's. Yo, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Bro. There's some moments at Iona in general with some older people where they're like, I talk to them and they're like, yeah, I don't expect you to be so well spoken and so eloquent. I'm like, yo, oh shit, like yo, it's that happens. It's yeah, like, bro. It's some um, what? Yo, it's not malicious in intent. I feel like because they say it genuinely, like, oh, you really caught us by surprise. But it's mm-hmm. like, yo, what are these? Why are these stereotypes so like blatant that you think that to <laughs> begin with? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I t- I talk the shit. I'm obviously I live in the Bronx. I obviously talk the Bronx talk. The real the real bird talk. You know, I do all that stuff. And I talk with my friends. I talk shit. Mm-hmm. I do all the slang. The year I do all that. Right. But if time and place comes, I need to be professional. I can have a professional conversation. You can play both sides of the coin. And people think that shit is fake. That's not fake. That's just learning how to really pick and choose how to present yourself. Knowing knowing how to be street smart, book smart, and knowing how to talk. Just set your point. You You said my point. I was about to say. And I feel feel like like these companies kind of need people like us because it's like if we can bring if we can bring you like that diversity and that that culture, bro. Like that shit is ill. You know what I'm saying? You can attract a niche that you mm-hmm. can't get traditionally mm-hmm. through people like us because we have insight into another market. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. So you got to take a risk, man. That's what I'm saying when it comes – it all relates back to the experience thing. I'm saying you can't look at my background as a weakness. Look at it how you can make that an asset. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like that's why I'm going to senior seminar and it's kind of what Red Cross said is true. It's like whenever you're going to go in for an interview or anything – you are an asset. You want to be. You want to show you the company that's going to be a mutually beneficial partnership. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that without without saying that, but like, because a lot of stuff is coming. Like hip hop is the biggest genre in the world, and a lot of stuff is coming from Definitely. black culture. So mm-hmm. I want to be like, why should I? Why why should we hire you? Like, cause I know inside that culture, but I don't want to say like, nigga, I'm black. The one thing I hate about interviews. <laughs> The one thing I want to say in interviews that I don't like is that you have to throw these flowery ass words, bro. You have to be so proper. I had the only reason when I had the interview that I got that they told me that they said that you just weren't like a fit for it. It was a black dude, and we were talking, and we were just talking some shit. We were talking about the industry, and I was talking like as it started out, I was very professional. We did the the, the back and forth. Like, yeah. oh, why do you think you're qualified? What, what do you see about the job? We did that. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, which I guess is one of my biggest strengths, that I can make conversations semi like conversational. It's mm-hmm. not like just back and forth. But we just talk some shit. When it gets to that point, I was getting a little bit more casual. Like, yo, it sucks. I wasn't throwing bombs. I wasn't throwing no curse words or nothing. But I was keeping it like civil. Just being transparent. But a little bit, yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit more myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let's shirt and tie more dumb. At that point, I feel like that's kind of the part where he was just like, we killed the, he killed the interview, but it's just like... <laughs> You was you was no yeah. longer dominant. You was yeah. dumb. I was dumb. <laughs> that's why that's why I love took I love. the top button off of my suit. <laughs> I was like, sir, you wanna know why I was laughing so hard, bro? Cause when you when you mentioned that um, you said, I'm black, I'm like, fuck, I wanna get this job in the music and the fuck all I could keep thinking about in my head was you know you ever seen that meme on Instagram? Where it's like, don't you hate when employers ask you, so why do you want this job? Oh, yeah. Like, nigga, because I want this paycheck. <laughs> right. He's like, I'm trying to eat. I want to go because I'm trying to eat, bro. Like, what the right. fuck? That's oh, the fact, fuck, bro. But nah, that's, that's why I love uh, uh, Insecure because on the show mm-hmm. they had this this uh, there was one black lady who was like the main one of the main characters who works there at, at a law firm, 
and like she, oh, she bodies it. Yeah, Molly. She bodies it. She does everything well. She's clean and cut. Whatever. She's there. Yeah. And like black people love her because she can be hood, and like white people love her because she can be, you know, professional. be professional and stuff like that. Thank then there was an, another black girl who was there who was loud and stuff like that. And then they and then one of the ladies walked up to Molly. She was like, "Hey, y'all, could you talk to uh, I forget her name. What so and so." You know, she's not really gelling and vibing with everybody. But like, we feel like coming from you would be better. Like, and then she's like, "I understand." Like, it's it's, it's like it's, little it's things, things like that. It's the little things like that add up, man. It's but like you know, it's we just, get it. I'm gonna put it out there, but this podcast is pretty fucking fire. Yes. This was fire. This podcast is fire. Sometimes we just don't just spit the gems. On De Jesus, it was fire. Word, I'm saying, hold me Baby, that's the name of this podcast. It's gonna look at it like, wait, what? Oh, fuck my life. I'm really Oh, shit. So, what's going on in the sports world? Talk to me. Sports world. Every time we're about to end, we're like, oh, sports world. Yeah, I looked at it and I was like, we ended here, sports world. The Cavs is losing. What's going on with Kevin Love, though? They went home and watched the game. He's like, yeah, I heard. He got hurt, went to the locker room, went home. He was like, yeah, nah, nah, nah. That's fine. Yo, that's how you know you don't care. You get money. If things keep going the way they're going, LeBron's leaving, bro. LeBron is leaving. He didn't sign the extension. LeBron, if LeBron could, he would stay in Cleveland for the rest of his career. But he's like, yo, I want the ring more than I want to stay in Cleveland. He did his part for Cleveland. He got the ring. Yo, watch LeBron LeBron try to finish his career with New York, bro. Mark That'd be savage. Mark That'd be words. savage. I can see him going to the Lakers. Are always a player just because I feel like the Lakers are next. Like two, because he has because like this two of the biggest. The Knicks, would, the Knicks would be a great fit because him and Chris Haps would be. Oh, what? Him and Chris Haps like would be like, 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 like a new like Kobe and like Shaq. Fake. 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 Chris Haps to shoot. You know what I'm saying? Word. Fake. What else was I gonna say? I can see him going to the Rockets if he really wants to win. Yo, MCP, sorry. MCP and Harden would be what? stupid. That they beat the Warriors, I think, on paper. Fucking Warriors, bro. Yo, speaking of the Warriors, four All Stars, four All Stars, yep. four, which I think is, I think Steph and Durant are definitely, definitely. All Stars, but I don't think you should. Give I don't it to think Clay. Clay, bro. Nah, man. Clay, I'll give it to Clay, but not Draymond. No, nah, I think Draymond over Clay. Over Clay, 100%. I mean, Clay, he's just like, he's playing his role, so he's not like, you know. Yeah, but he plays his role so fucking well. Yeah. That's the thing. No, like, you don't even see him. He'll drop 30 on you in yeah. the quarter. Okay. You won't even know. Yeah, oh, he's, he's just like, drop 30. He's like, watch yeah. Curry, man, Clay. Clay's just side. making it rain from deep. Yeah. Oh, uh, Paul George didn't make the all star. But you know what, though? I'm not that upset about that. I'm going to tell you why. I feel like Paul George, he's still not in his zone yet. He's still yeah. kind of yo. He's good. A bit. He's probably top five defensive players in the league right now. He's getting steals at a crazy rate. He's all star defense. All star ask this year. I don't think he he deserves that. And yeah. I feel like that's. I okay. guess no. I agree. But the four the four um participants for the Warriors and all star again. I feel like that's a little too much. Is that's the, like a little. Yo, is the all, deep, is, the, like, is, the, is the the list already out? Like the full. I think they chose. Yeah. That's why is. people were mad because like people got snubbed. It's like twelve people on a team. Like. That's crazy. Yeah, that that's the thing about the NBA that sucks, but it's also good is that people are getting snubbed because the talent is so high now. Yeah, like like for every person you think that should have made it, there's somebody who didn't make it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, like I think Oladipo made it. Oladipo no, made he's been it. And this year. He need, and I'm glad he did. He put in mad work. Apparently, Miles. Um, who else? Who else made it that should have finally made it? Uh, I know Chris has made his first All Star. About time. About time. Last year, you need the, the Rising Stars or whatever, right? Bro, when Some you're like that. when you 
put up like numbers and you're in New York, you're gonna get most. Mm-hmm. Just because of the, the thing. Um, Paul George needs to do that that half court shot he did, like wait, nigga, <laughs> and then yeah, and shoot it just to get another three sixty dunk in there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Who, who made it that was snubbed a lot? A lot. Lillard. Lillard, yeah, Lillard finally right. made it after they snubbed. Yeah. Reserve, right? Yeah. yeah. Butler's in there, thankfully. Butler deserves it. Butler's been carrying the, the Wolves. Giannis Towns. Did the Towns Gian- make it? Towns made it. Okay. I'm about to say. Giannis. Um, you know so I'm going to read the list. Read DeMarcus, the and DeMarcus Cousins and, um, and Davis uh, and Davis definitely deserve it. They're both, they're both starters. They're Bro, both DeMarcus, I think they only dropped like 40-something they points, just need, 10 rebounds. They just need like some stuff. From they just this need is crazy. somebody that's not wrong. Because Rondo can pass, but Rondo can't shoot. And now in the NBA, it's all about Rondo's old, man. But I mean, he's he gets it, though. Don't get me yeah. old, but he'll get it done here and there. He's not consistent, though. Mm. But they need, like, yo, if LeBron went there, that'd be, probably, that'd be pretty crazy. LeBron and two people like that, that'd be savage. Mm. We, we, um, all, uh, we all got for the Super Bowl. I'm going to go Eagles just because I don't want to see Brady win. I'm sorry, bro, <laughs> but I'm a huge Patriots hater. Like, I hate but you're gonna the go. fucking Patriots. Just you can't go for the fucking Eagles because I can't stand Brady. I respect his his uh, legacy. I respect his legacy, but I just don't like. Y'all doubted like, the this Patriots, man last bro. year. Nigga <laughs> came he back. Had a historic comeback. But you know what though? The, the one thing that the, that the Eagles have in their favor is that they're the number one defense. Apparently, right? Defense does win chips. But to believe it or not, the Eagles are the underdog only because Nick Foles in the quarterback position. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people with that ass like throwing him on the bus. Like, yo, we're going to lose. You think if it was, if it was Carson Wentz, it'd be much more positive? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wentz is much better? What? I don't watch much. Oh, they were like 7-1. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's going to be a good game, though, nonetheless, because the Eagles have a very great front line. And on defense, I mean, and it's going to be crazy. I hope they sack the shot of Brady. I don't want to sack Regardless. Regardless. I want most Brady, Brady is young. He's he's a great quarterback. Like he's he's so focused. He is, he is. He's like the Nick Saban mm-hmm. of, of yo. It's just bro. like he was just thinking about like, it. What I think it how it works is that it's him and Belichick. Those are the big. I was two just gonna Brady. say. Do you think Belichick makes Brady or Brady kind of Belichick? Makes Belichick. Not. It's it's mutually beneficial. Yeah. Because yeah. if you really think about <clears> the way the game is played, and this is from a dude who doesn't watch much football, so yeah. if I'm obviously you know, put me in my place. Let me know, right? Mm-hmm. I think the quarterback position is pretty much an on-court, on-field coach. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because you know what? You're kind of setting up the play. So when Bill Belichick in of himself is probably one of the – would you argue he's one of the greatest coaches of all time, especially after all the chips, right? Yeah. If you're one of the greatest coaches of all time – Okay, if you're definitely in the contention, in the conversation of greatest – Well, I don't know why I'm making that gesture. It's because – Listen, like the Patriots, I respect their franchise to a certain extent, and I have my limitations with that because there's been a lot of scandals linked to the Patriots organization with Deflate Ball and spying on teams. And that game, that game was know. 45 to 6 or some shit. I was like, if it's like 20 to 23, the I was like, it was 45 to 6. It was 45 to 7. I don't like that. It was like a wild score <laughs> like that. That's the only thing. Then I'm like, all right, like I understand the play game, but nigga, they got washed. Like still, if it was regardless. close, then I'd be like, all right, maybe the point two percent. But like, yo, it was it was like what? So Brock, it Brock back- Osweiler was was quarterback. I don't even know. Against the Broncos, <laughs> like I don't even know, bro. If it's the Broncos, I think so. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna yeah. say yes. Yeah. Or was it Payne? Was it Payne? Nah, nah. Payne might have gone out. Nah, Payne. Well, you know, it was the Colts. Oh, so was it luck? Right? It was luck, I think. Yeah, yeah I think it was, it was luck. luck yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, but you know, my thing is, when you have when you're such a good quarterback and such a good coach, you have synergy on mm-hmm. and off the field. Mm-hmm. That's just my thing. I feel like 
think about it logically, Brady's probably just an extension of Belichick, and Belichick is probably one of the greatest coaches of all time. And Brady's also one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So it just makes natural sense. I just think that I just think that, you know, when it comes to the Patriots coaching staff, and this is one thing I always say to everybody, do not if you're like you're if you're a football fanatic like me, if you're gonna root for a specific team and that's like your teammates or ride or die or whatever, and you're playing the Patriots, sometimes I wish I could speak to these fucking coaches. You cannot play conservative against them. Because they will tear you the fuck mm-hmm. apart. You oh. might do good against them the first half, but if you haven't changed shit come the second half, they're going to destroy Patriots you. in the second half, like, the, they come out, bro. They're the best like, adjusting team in the half in all the sports. They was down mind. against against the Jags. Like, they came back. Like, I was at work. It was, like, 17-20, and it was 20, 20 or something like that. And then, point, then I got home, and then they won. Like, mm-hmm. I was walking past. I, that whole game, I was walking past Western Taco. They're looking at the score. I got home. Like, they won. I'm like, yo, how the fuck that happened, bro? surprised, man. Second Especially, half. I'm telling you, man, Brady just sees stuff before it happens. That's also what it is. I feel like he just like you when you play, when you put enough hours into anything like that, he does. You just become so Bro, good at it. Nigga eats a tomato before, like a week. <laughs> like his diet is crazy just for football. Oh. He's forty. He wants to play like ten more years. I'm like, I mean, there was one day to do it. Right. I don't know about all ten years. But bro. to me, to me, it's like, what about Phil Jackson? Like, do you think he's the best? He had both Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Arguably one and two to some people, like Phil Jackson. So like, so it's like, how good is he? Because he tried the triangle in New York, it didn't work. It's a mix of like, I probably take. I don't know, man. I think Popovich is probably the best coach of all time. To me, Popovich, is, Popovich is yeah. probably better. I think the big three is probably Popovich, um, Phil Jackson, and Pat Riley. Because Pat Riley, was was Pat, Pat Riley had a yep. superstar. He had the superstar Lakers, I think. Showtime, yeah. Showtime, Showtime, Showtime. He had the Knicks. He had the Knicks with Ewing. Then he had obviously Braun. Miami, also, so. whoever the coach of the Celtics was, Red Auerbach, I think, something like that. Yeah, like, or, or like, like the, the old one, owner. Yeah. the old, yeah. old, yeah. Like, like maybe yeah. Russell era, right? Yeah, Auerbach. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. his name is Red. Auerbach. I think it's Red Auerbach. Yeah, I think you're right. Like I watched the the thirty for thirty Celtics and Lakers. Mm-hmm. That was great. Yeah, that that's good. a good. I, I like 30-30. Like, Seventeen championships. I don't even know. I want to say Russell's like eleven or something. Yeah, he has the one for every finger and one. Nigga, and, and one, one for your bitch, nigga. Hold that, hold that. Yo, you definitely did that. Yo, you probably have mad girls, bro. Russell, what? you know, if we're talking yeah, about that, you know, you know who apparently flashed a lot. Will Chamberlain, apparently. Yo, oh, I heard a lot. Yo, I heard that. I was like watching. I was recently on Will Chamberlain because apparently, because you know how the market is just broke, like just like this crazy year. Yeah, yes. like 44, 24, mm-hmm. and ten. Mm-hmm. So I was reading up on Will Chamberlain because people were like, yo, Chamberlain did that way earlier. This man. For, uh, allegedly fucked over 20,000 women. Mm-hmm. 20,000, dude. That's crazy. What? That's wild. That is wild. I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think Will Chamberlain's like a super Damn, soldier on the low. I think he's like Damn, actually bro. like Captain America. Like that ass. Because this man, no, listen. This man not only played basketball and bodied it, because some of his stat lines will never be replicated ever. Yeah. I think I was watching, there was, um, I was on Instagram. And they were like, who did the, which big man had the best triple double of all time, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Hakeem was there. Um, they, uh, Cousins was there. Mm-hmm. They had Kareem. But there was one stat line from Chamberlain. It was like 53 points, 30 rebounds, 14 assists. Damn. Son. And this man is playing in the 60s with Converse's. And he's six, he's seven, like four. And he's brawling. And it's, all, it's not even that, it's that. After he retired as a champion and broke all these records, he went to go play professional volleyball. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. He's an, he was an Olympian at the age of 40. Oh, wow. He's an Olympian. 
Yeah, Andy Reid yeah, trapped. I'm convinced, bro. He's definitely a super soldier in the bubble. Bro, that like yo, he's probably like LeBron, but like before LeBron. Oh, like yeah. the way the body, like the way he's just mm-hmm. built, it was yeah, insane. Yeah. That's wild. Bro, he was That's he, crazy. He stat, bro. Quit, what? Quit basketball, became an Olympian in volleyball. And throughout the entire time he was a basketball player, when he was young, he was a track and field runner and would high jump. He would I think high jump or pole vault as a seven three dude. Like seven feet tall. That's wild, bro. That's fastest, faster than a lot of track athletes today. At that yeah, the long legs, same ball, bro. <laughs> still, yeah. still, back to football a little bit. I'm like, I'm like in between like teams, and like I don't know because I was a Patriots fan, but like all the scandals uh, and shit. I'm like, mm. then I was like Oakland maybe, but I'm waiting for P Diddy to buy the Carolina Panthers and Colin Kaepernick to be part of that too, so I can root for the Carolina. Is it true that he wants to buy it and call it the Black Panthers? Because that'd be fresh. Imagine the Carolina Black heard. Panthers. What? That's what I heard. I'll be pretty sick. I'm not going to hold you. That's what I heard. I think that'd be pretty fresh. <laughs> not going to hold you. That sounds pretty dope. But, yo, I mean, like, if if P. Diddy does have, like, the opportunity to, to like, successfully buy the Panthers, that will be interesting, bro, what you do to the organization. Cam Newton's going to get a raise, bro. But if they do sign Colin, I mean, like, oh, is Colin going to Imagine Colin and Cam Newton. But is he going to play, though? Because Cam is a, like the go-to star, like no matter. They can switch, man. Cam Newton is too inconsistent, though. Sometimes, like you have a see, great year and then like. True. Yeah. See, but what what tells you that Kaepernick won't be inconsistent? Because he hasn't played in a while. And if you kind of look at it, well, do, like, do, do they not? But do they not? He wants to be an older. I don't know if he wants to play. Yo, but listen, don't they play kind of the same though? They're both athletic, right? They're yeah. Both athletic. They run the all ball black quarterbacks run. Bajie Russell Wilson, that black, but like. Michael Vick, nigga ran. Newton was doing flips over people. Everyone played Madden. Yo, Madden 04. That's all I did. That's all I did was run with Vick. You remember? I had that game. Bro, Madden 04, bro. You played Michael Vick. Get out of my house. It was like playing the Warriors today in 2K18. Get out of my house. And you have the cannon, bro. Yeah. I said the cannon. He had the 99 sprint. You get past the entire team and then throw pinpoint accurate passes. Fact, bro. What? Alright, man, I think we're good. I think we ended on Michael Vick, man. Let's go. Shout out to Michael Vick. Shout out to Michael Vick. How are you? Shout out to... No comment. No comment. No comment. Wherever he might be. Shout out to Dezus. Shout out to... Shout out to Dezus. We'll see. Let's go. The big Dezus. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Take it easy. Damn!